Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to the Recovery Radio Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous, and I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. Follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. Visit my website for recoveryradiocamp3.com to get the books. Go to sarcasticbigbook.com or just go to Amazon. And as always, I'm so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day's just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere in the middle, but here we are, you and me, and I am glad for that. And I am so grateful I have no desire to drink today. And I do have a piping hot cup of French roast coffee from Trader Joe's mixed with some Don Francisco's hazelnut. It is absolutely delicious. So I got a book the other day about a television show that I love that somebody made me watch many years ago. And somebody just made me watch the pilot Insisting I would like it. I never thought I would like it. Didn't seem like I would like it. Rejected the idea. Contempt prior to investigation. I was adamantly opposed to even looking at it. This person, this was when I was in New York, brought over the DVD box set of the show and had me watch the first episode and I became hooked and I started reading this book about the show's origins and the making of it. And and it's so beautifully fascinating, intriguing, inspiring, relieving is that, you know, the crooked, jagged, back and forth, weird path that everything takes in life. You know, I saw the show and I was like, well, somebody must have thought of it and then it happened all of a sudden, boom, 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 and it's just all the weird avenues that people go through in their life, all the way over there to go over here and then go over there and that failure to meet that person and that, you know, rocky, bumpy experience leads to that and it's just life. It's just how life is for everyone. I'm just reading about that. I'm just thinking about how seriously I've taken myself over the years and how harmful that has been to me to do. And I was thinking about all the men in my life and the women too, but particularly the men in my life who have helped me over the years. Not one of them ever sat down with me 
in my family or in AA and said, listen, don't take yourself so seriously. It's very important. Hone that skill. Lighten up about who you are. I mean, I've heard that in rooms like wear your feelings like a loose garment and you know, rule 62, don't take yourself so damn seriously. I mean, I, I hear those things, but nobody ever sat me down and said, look, this is really important. This cannot be underscored enough. I mean, I can look back on my life right now and say like so much of the problems that I've had in my life have been exacerbated or created by my taking myself too fucking seriously. I can't think of one really good thing that has come from my life, from my worrying about myself, taking myself too seriously is intensified the problems I've had. It's helped nothing. It's created problems. It has become something that's so huge in my life. It's not taking myself so fucking seriously. I have experienced the value of levity. You know, it's in Bill's story. It was in the original preamble to AA. People would be shocked at our seemingly, you know, worldliness and levity. Levity is, you know, being lighthearted about a matter that's normally serious. And it's just become so important in my life. There's people who only know me when I'm being really serious. I mean, if you only know me on here, I don't know what your impression is, but I will say that this is one of the times of the day where I'm almost completely serious. When I'm acting as a counselor or a group facilitator, I am serious, mostly. When I'm in some kind of a business meeting of some kind where there's a serious matter, I'm mostly serious, but that's about it. Other than that, I'm not... I'm almost always... Looking for lightness. Almost always. Because I have found that to be the most valuable thing for my soul. I kind of like go around out into the world trying to lighten people up. If I can. 
so tightly wound. I was feeling it, so it was really serious. If I was feeling it, it was serious. My emotions were very, very, very serious, and everybody around me needed to understand that. I'm feeling something, so it's different. It's very important. And I just, I never had somebody sit down with me and say, look, I cannot stress this enough. It is going to be very important in your sobriety, in your life, to not take yourself so seriously. So, in a way, I guess I'm attempting to do that right now for anybody who needs that conversation. I think everybody does, but... Everybody I, that I know, certainly. You know, the big book talks about, you know, God will help show us how to create the fellowship we crave. And and I do have a fellowship that I crave and that involves people who, you know, are on the same page with me about this, understand this, aim for this, want this, attempt this. Or are very good at this. I do have some people in my life that just know they're ridiculous and poke fun at themselves pretty quickly. Hmm. Took me some time to be able to do that for sure. I've talked about it on here how prickly I was and how just everything was offensive. If there's any kind of judgment or declaration on how I was doing or what I was how I was how I was you know performing in life was just it was an attack just no humor about myself did you go to meetings this week what what is that supposed to mean (laughs) I was just that person really fun why are you asking me that When I was newly sober, I went to my first wedding in sobriety that I ever attended. It's for a cousin of mine. I went with somebody in the program that I was dating at the time. And and, uh, my family was there. My extended family was there. And. It's up in the mountains somewhere. It was really beautiful. This big, huge cabin. And, and um, one of my cousins was born with all kinds of physical and mental disabilities. And he started to have a seizure. at this wedding and 
it was pretty common for him at that time to have seizures. It wasn't uncommon. And there were like 200 people at this wedding and he's having a seizure in the middle of it near the dance floor. And my aunt started to kind of move with him in a similar way. And she said that, you know, he's, he's making up a new dance. And it passed and he was okay. And I just thought that is so incredible what I just watched. I mean, that was 30 something years ago and I'm just still, still when I think about like not, when I, when I think about levity and I think about rolling with it and finding lightness and humor and love, which to me is the same thing, in something, I still think of that moment. It's very powerful. The best example I ever saw of what I'm talking about in it was that moment. It was over 30 years ago, and I, you know, hardly ever talked to, hardly ever talked to my aunt. in my whole life so it's so important these little moments these little you can demonstrate to somebody to not take themselves so seriously even for a heartbeat you just have no idea the impact that that might have on them love is so powerful when you demonstrate it it never dies talking about the snapshot of a moment 32 years later. I'm grateful that I don't take myself so seriously anymore. I'm grateful for the demonstrations that I've had from other people helping me to remember look for the likeness so if no one's ever said this to you I'm saying it to you look for the likeness because <laughs> I am really important my opinion really matters and I'm really an expert on all this just kidding but if that does help you do it. I want to give a shout out today to Mallory. I want to give a shout out to Dr. Wu, to Cousin Dupree, to Richard, to Katie. And if anybody needs to hear it, everything is okay. As always, a special shout out to Chelsea. Love you very much. And I'm out of here. I'm going to go. No modeling jokes today because it's not a joke. It's a real thing. It's a real.
struggle, it's an adventure. I can't help it that I'm so beautiful. People want to take pictures of me. People want to stare at me and look at me. I can't help it. It's not funny. <laughs> Stupid. All right. I don't know why my life was saved, but I'm going to go try to live a life that was worth saving. And I hope you'll do the same.